Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today, Nick's Lawn Care, is from the Chicagoland area, and he just attended the Equip Expo for the very first time. That's where I met him, and I wanted to get somebody's experience who went to the Equip Expo for the first time. So welcome to the program, Nick's Lawn Care. Thank you, Paul. It was cool to uh, meet you in person at the Equip Expo, and I'm just uh, curious. A lot of my friends, we've been going for years, and so we kind of, you know, are in the rhythm and the routine, and, and kind of know what to expect. But what was your experience um, as a first timer? I th- I think it was a great time. I brought my parents down. Uh, my dad's, you know, into into the business. I expect as me, he owned a, a plumbing company, so he he kind of knows the business aspect. Um, but I, I had a great time, uh, a lot of equipment that I didn't even really realize was out there till I went, uh, this year down in Louisville and, uh, yeah, I honestly had a blast. And how old are you, Nick? Uh, 19. 19. And there were so many other, you know, uh, folks that are your age and in, in, in that, you know, uh, 20 somethings and, and just so many young people in this industry. So how did that make you feel walking around seeing thousands of other people in your age bracket that are in this industry. I, uh, I honestly, I really loved it. Uh, a lot of kids, they want to start something, but they don't have a, a start. They don't know where to begin. So for me to interact with, you know, you Paul and Brian and a lot of other young guys, it was, it was really a, a blast. You know, we were talking kind of just overall, you know, how to market and how you guys got out there. So I had a really good time just, you know, learning from others and, you know, it was kind of a big takeaway. We, we learned from, I learned from you guys uh, and thousands of people out there, even uh, the big name guys. Yeah. 19 years old. Uh, tell us a little bit about, are you uh, doing your business full time? Are you going to school or not going to school and why? Just, just give us a little perspective of, of a 19 year old in the lawn care business this day of age. And then we'll get into the TikTok stuff as well. I know you're, you got things, uh, popping over there on TikTok, but, but tell us first, uh, kind of what your day in and day out looks like as a 19 year old in this industry. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, I started a little story. Uh, when I started, I started about when I was 14, 15, um, my dad, he knew a guy that was a landscaper. He, he owned the company, just a small one, uh, one crew, uh, two guys. And then I came and helped him for a third guy. Uh, you know, we probably hit you know, 40, 50 lawns a week and did, you know, bigger jobs. He was more of a install and instead of doing maintenance, um, started working with him and kind of got used to the, to the mindset of, you know, you got to get up and go to work and, and stuff like that. Cause at a young age, it's kind of hard, you know, you're, you'd rather be hanging out with your friends and enjoying life. But, you know, I kind of sacrificed a lot of things, you know, still to this day about that. So, um, yeah, I kind of just started working with him. I worked the summer because I was still in high school. Um, and then, you know, I went back to school and the, that following year. So when I was probably about 
2015, I uh, I went on my own, got three houses by me. And uh, after that, I kind of just was like, hey, you know, I make good money doing this. I kind of want to keep growing. And uh, that's that's what happened. I, I continued to keep growing. And 15 and 16, I, I really took off. And uh, then 16 came around and I uh, bought a truck and trailer and, you know, kind of went around town. And, you know, I, I lived in a small town, so it wasn't too big, but there were, you, you could get well-known real quick. So I got well-known and kind of, like I said, kept growing and still these days keep growing, keep grinding. So did you graduate high school? Um, what, what are you, yeah. are, are you going to, uh, bypass college and just focus full-time on your business? How's all that going? We're, we're full-time right now. Um, I am in college. I'm taking uh, landscape design classes at a local community college by me. Um, then spring come, I'm going to be doing business classes to, you know, kind of get a background on business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of about it. Just want to keep growing, want to spread the word and, and get, get to a place where I'm, I'm happy. I'm always happy. Uh, very grateful for all the clients that I have. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm not one of those people to, uh, settle for less. At age 19, I know your, uh, age bracket is, is kind of growing up on TikTok. I, I know a lot of our audiences, um, you know, older and maybe they're not on TikTok yet, or maybe one day they will be. I remember when I was in college, I was um, on Facebook. And if you would have told me when I was in college that one day my mom would be on Facebook and uh, I wouldn't have believed you. And just the other day, Nick, my mom, uh, I forget if she called me or texted me, but she's like, Hey, I updated my banner on Facebook and it's a picture of you and the other siblings and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my here, here my, my mom is all pumped up that she made a new Facebook post. So I say all that to say you 50, 60 year olds listening to me one day, you might be on TikTok. But with that being said, um, how's that going for you? Pu- you know, publishing like your actual work on social media, what's that been experienced like? Cause you got about 20,000 TikTok followers, correct? Yeah. Um, I kind of just started by, you know, like you said, everyone, you know, in the young, younger kids like me, um, kind of got into TikTok and everyone's like, oh, well, I'll just watch, you know, Grant Cardone and, you know, Logan Paul and, you know, big influencers. And I was like, hey, you know what? I got my landscaping business. I'm going to try and see what happens. And I started posting content and didn't get real well known. And then I, and out of nowhere, I posted one video and I told my parents, I'm like, I just know something in the back of my mind. This one's going to blow up. And it sure did. I got, uh, if you look at now, I think I got 2.3 million views on that. And still this day, that's still one of the main videos that got me the 20, 20K followers, which, you know, it's it's pretty cool to see, you know, you can grow on TikTok. And I, I upload my work. I upload uh, new stuff. If you guys go look on the TikTok, I just uh, uploaded the the stand on more, uh, on tracks at the GIE. Oh, cool. Well, let's talk about this 2.3 million viewed, uh, video. What, what, what did you do? What's the video about? So honestly, what it was, is just me, uh, we whacking on, uh, like a, uh, overgrown edge. I told my one guy, say, hey, get the, get your phone out. I want, I want you to you know, record this. And it, and it came out really nice. Actually, the, the, the video, um, and then I was like, well, I got to kind of find a good, good 
sound for it. And if you know anything about TikTok, it's kind of like an algorithm thing. You got to see what's trending. And that's kind of with any platform, honestly. But I was like, yeah, you know, let me put it out there. I'll, you know, see what happens. And I look on TikTok 30 minutes later and I already got, you know, 700 likes. And I'm like, well, something, something had to happen. So kind of just blew up from there and a lot of people kind of liked my content and personally I, it started off with just young kids you know my age and, and below watching me and, and liking the content and on and then in my because I moved towns so I, I moved from the Chicagoland area to a couple towns over and uh, I actually got clients that um, I do work for that follow me and say hey that's you know you got a nice piece of equipment or nice work so you know my clients are are watching it for sure yeah and just the social proof in general i mean there's so many um positive excuse my phone for going off not not an episode goes by mr producer we don't (laughs) one of us don't forget hold on let me let me hit do not disturb here excellence in broadcasting folks we're on we're coming up on 900 episodes uh here shortly and i never forget to hit do not disturb sorry about that but the the benefits of of putting your work i mean we're already out there you you might as well just get some footage you know what i mean and uh put it up with a trending sound like you said it's 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 so cool to see how much um how many people's lives have have been enhanced because they they share their art and their craft and their passion for excellence um i haven't seen the video yet but i'm sure you did a really good job with that edge yeah, it was uh when you get a chance, check it out. I uh when I reached out to you, I, I put the TikTok uh mm-hmm. hand on there so whenever you get time. Yeah, I'll I'll do my best. I will uh I'll follow you, but I, I don't I don't watch I'm trying not to watch social media. I um I was talking to a friend of mine and he's a very successful entrepreneur or whatnot, but he kinda challenged me to publish only and, and not consume me, meaning I'll get on there and I'll log in real quick and I'll make my post and I get out of there. Like uh R- Forrest Gump, I'm running out of there. Um, and then I'll, you know, I'll do the same maybe on Instagram. I'll post a reel or on YouTube and, and, and post it short or whatever. But once I get sucked in and I start watching that, you know, 10 minutes will go by or, or 20 minutes will go by or, you know, even worse hours could go by and you're just scrolling through watching and I got way too much to do in my life to be watching social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, but, but that's kind of how I am too. But I say all that to say I'll I'll, I'll make a note. Nick, follow Nick's Lawn Care on TikTok. Next next time I'm on there. But um, I just I, I used to be way more involved with social media of commenting and writing back and watching and all that stuff. And I, at least for the rest of this year, I've kind of made a commitment that um. I'm going to do as minimal consumption as possible and, and really, really put in a lot of hard work on achieving my goals to, to finish the year strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to be on there to publish. It's just, I'm not going to be on there as a, as a consumer and, and, and wasting my life away watching. I used to watch a show you before your day, Nick, it's called Seinfeld. And um, it was on in the 90s. It was a sitcom. And I, I could watch that show. I could watch four or five episodes of that and just laugh and enjoy myself. It's just a funny show. But um, nowadays, you know, it's not like people are watching TV as much. It's, it's watching TikTok. But it's like, I got stuff to do, man. I don't, I don't got time to be on social media like that. So, Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you're 
you're just busy and trying to grow. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your business. How many yards do you do? Um, what, what state are you in? We're, uh, we're located out of the Chicagoland area of uh, Illinois. So we're probably about 30, 45 minutes from downtown Chicago. Okay. Uh, if you guys know anything about city of Chicago, it's a beautiful place, but it's, it's big, you know, I don't know my way around it. Um, we do about 85, 90 houses a week right now. So we're doing a good amount, one crew with two guys. Um, like I did tell you a little bit, bit before, we're, we're trying to get in more to the installs and we're keeping the maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we kind of, we, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, but we, we added a stand on aerator to the, to the fleet as long as, as well as, uh, we just got that ZS uh, 4000 Bobcat, the 52-inch stand-on when we were down at the Expo. So that'll be a pretty big game-changer for us. Nice. So. That's great. Are, it, the classes you're taking at school, do they teach you any design concepts, or how, how are you learning how to do these installs? Yeah, they're, uh, it's, so it's a landscape design, so it's kind of you go out to the house, um, measure it all out, and then it's actually all hand-drawn. So anything that people want, so either plantings, uh, hardscape, um, you know, land, you know, lighting, any anything type like that, uh, we're we're designing that in the classroom, which has been really uh, beneficial for me because as I try and get into the landscape designs and installs, it it really helps me out. We know you need something that's easy to operate, comfortable, and still brings great performance. The Kubota Z400 Zero-Turn Mower Series brings all that and more. You'll also love the large fuel tank, so you can keep on working without interruptions. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Man, that is fantastic. I was talking to, and I hope this lady listens to this podcast. She was at Influencer Live. Or no, no, no. She was at Energize. Energize. I, we did two events in the same day at the Equip Expo. It, it was Energize. And right before we took that, were you at Energize, Nick? 
Uh, I don't think I was. I didn't stop over. That was in the afternoon. Anyway, we took a big group picture at the end of the event. Right before we took the picture, this lady comes up to me and asks me this weighty question. She says, hey, Paul. She said, my son's in high school. His business is budding and growing and and, and going well. Uh, Should he go to college or should he do his business? And I was like, how are you going to ask me this question? And we're, you know, I got like 20 seconds to answer because we're about to take a huge group picture. So I didn't get to adequately answer a question. But what I tried to share in, you know, 30 seconds, and again, I didn't get any context to get to share with her this. I basically told her to do what you're doing, Nick. I said, build the business. And if you can take any kind of supplemental classes like you're taking where you can learn how how to, you know, draw out something on on the grid paper, how to um, put together the different dimensions. And there's so many concepts and components. And, 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 uh, I have a friend who's a Georgia certified landscape professional that teaches me all this stuff. I mean, there's so much that goes to it in, in the layering and the sizes and the colors. And I mean, it's, there's a science behind it. If you really want to do it top notch, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's, it's not an easy thing. Like I, I was looking at the hardscape stuff at the expo and I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be something to get into. It'd be cool. But you know, if you want to do it the right way, you got to have a lot of equipment. And, you know, that's one of my things is if I'm going to do something, I want to do it the right way and not, you know, ha- you know, not where it's people are complaining and giving me bad reviews. Right. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is a com- I'm complimenting you, Nick, that, that getting that education, um, on something very applicable that you can, uh, you know, immediately go out and sell work and, and actually be competent to, um, give your customer what they ordered and and exceed their expectations. That's, that's invaluable. And what I was trying to explain to this lady is that don't, don't waste your money, especially on a student loan to go take generic generalized, you know, psychology 101, or, I mean, I, I literally paid money for that class in college and, and other classes like that, that it's like, I don't even remember what the professor talked about. And I don't even, you know, I feel like I just wasted my money, but if you actually, learn something that you're going to turn into an income producing activity in a very short amount of time. I mean, that's fantastic that you're, you're getting that education. And even those classes, those business classes could be very helpful if they're going to teach you basic accounting and, um, marketing skills. And I mean, that's, that's fantastic. So I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Thanks. And 80, 80 yards at 19 years old. I mean, that's, yeah, we're uh, slowly growing. That's my my one of my things is if you grow too fast, you kind of bypass the little things that are important. You get too busy and you want to expand. And yeah, it's good to expand, but if you don't have enough, you know, manpower and in time, then you're kind of just rushing through jobs and not doing quality of work. Yeah, well, well said. You're you're wise beyond your years, Nick. I was going to do a tagline. If you're, if you grow too fast, you'll be on a coaching call with Paul. Cause uh, it seems like the last, <laughs> the last several coaching calls I've done has been about the growing pains issue where it's like the biggest, probably the biggest challenge that we're facing as an industry right now is labor. And it is so difficult to find laborers. And when you build to a certain volume, I mean, just imagine if you had 180 yards there's no way you and your buddy could go out there and tackle all of that. So you're going to be relying on other laborers and you're not going to be on the job site with them. 
And, you know, to train them and to trust them and to, to equip them to be able to go out there and serve your customers with excellence, it's difficult. And then what do you do when one of them doesn't show up or one of them, you know, does something that doesn't represent your company? I mean, it's, it's so difficult. And so it's, there's a lot of guys out there that are stressed out right now because they, they sold the work, they got the clients, but they don't have the reliable manpower to get it done. And it's tough. I mean, it's very, very difficult to find quality laborers who will go work outside right now when, you know, they can go get a job inside and, and make equal money or more money. So what I'm saying is don't be in a rush to, 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 to grow too much faster um, until you really get a, a good foundation under you and you're, you're confident that you can build that if that's what you even want to do. Yeah. You know, another thing I was going to say is a lot of the guy that works for me, like I tell him, it's, it's really easy just to show up and go to work, being an owner and doing everything else. It's, it's another, another thing, you know, you got to be up before them. You got to stay up late doing uh, invoicing, coding. So it's, it, there's a lot that goes into being an owner, but you know, at the end of the day, I'd rather be an owner than, than working for someone. Oh, flexible yeah. schedule and it's totally rewarding how has your uh, you said your father was in the plumbing industry how how did that help you get a, a good head start as an entrepreneur honestly just kind of working with with him when at even younger than 14 i, I believe i started about probably four or 13 um kind of did little things with him and it was one of those that all right well you you know you're gonna get up on a saturday when i am and we're going to go hit a couple of jobs, didn't do too much, but kind of was one of those things that he just got me into the rhythm of waking up early and, and getting ready for work and, and understanding that, you know, if you don't go to college, just, you know, there's other options, but one of the trades is, is one of the best, I believe. Is he a small business owner or does he work for a company or how does that all work? He, he had a small company back in 2008 when the market crashed. Um, he started it up and that, that helped them out uh, financially and stuff like that. And then, then he landed a job in, in-house and he stayed busy with that and was like, you know, I don't really need this company anymore. So he, he closed it down and now he's kind of just helping me out. Oh, wow. That's cool. What, what does he do to um, help your business? Kind of just the marketing aspect, trying to help me out because he used to market for you know his his company, um, finances. Kind of just little things that I haven't fully you know learned yet that he's kind of taking me under his wing and and helping me. That's fantastic, Nick. Was there anything we're leaving out here that that you'd like to share that you've learned in this um, fascinating journey of of getting eighty customers as a nineteen year old kid and. Uh, growing a lawn care business? Uh, I'd like to say thanks to, you know, my parents and, and all my clients that I've had, whether whether they're reoccurring or, or still having to this day, wouldn't uh, be possible without them. And then uh, also uh, a couple of the landscapers that helped me out. Uh, one of them is uh, Royal Oak out of the Chicagoland area. He's taken me under his wing as well, helping me out a uh, traumatic, traumatic amount. And, uh, I'm able to dump uh, waste and stuff at his place, so it kind of saves me trips to the dump. And uh, yeah, what's one piece of practical advice you share with a 15 year old that that's just starting out, like you were, 
uh, what, what would you say to, to, to someone that's listening that's, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old that's, that's just got that three yards, like your, your humble beginning? I would, I would say um, take the risk when you're young. You know, my dad always tells me you can, you're living at home. So it's not like you have bills to pay, you know, besides, you know, you know, mowers or things that you're financing, but take the risk while you can, because if you lived on your own and you took that risk, then you'd be like, oh, well, you know, what's my plan B? And you got to think of plan B real quick if your business, you know, goes south. So I'd say, you know, market yourself, you know, sell yourself, not the company and, you know, take the risk because if you don't take a risk, then you never know what your true potential is. Well said. Well, I really appreciate your time, Nick. Thanks for, uh, it was nice meeting you at Equip and uh, thanks for sharing your story, man. And next time I'm on TikTok, I'll, I'll remember to to follow uh, Nick's Lawn Care. So follow me back. My my TikTok's handle is Paul Jameson. Uh, follow me back over right, there. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Paul. Cool. Well, thanks for your time, Nick. Good, good catching up. Thanks. Man, Mr. Producer, could you imagine getting to go back and be 19 years old and this day and age with all this opportunity and technology? It'd be pretty fun, man. You guys that are listening to me that are teenagers, man, let me tell you something that Coach Rose, he was my uh, high school football coach. I was on the football team. I was on the golf team, but he was the, he was the high school coach of uh, Brian Hartline, who's now the wide receiver coach of the, um, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Brian Hartline and I were on the same basketball team in high school. But anyway, Coach Rose, he was the, I took one business class in high school. I forget what it was called. Maybe just like business 101 or whatever. And he came into the classroom one day. Man, I wish I would have listened to this guy back then. We're high school kids. You know, I'm probably just, who knows what I'm thinking about. And he gets up there and he's like, I'm going to teach you guys about compound interest, about the Roth IRA. And he's sitting there saying all this stuff that I didn't understand. And he's telling us to put away a hundred bucks a month into a Roth IRA. And by the time we're, you know, whatever age he had, he had all these calculations. He's like, you'll be a millionaire. Just trust me. Stock that money away. Compound interest. But anyway, I didn't listen to him when I was in eight, you know, I was probably 16, 17, 18. I don't know what I was back. But anyway, I didn't listen to him. And now I'm in my mid thirties and I, on the other side of understanding time a little bit differently and understanding compound interest and understanding real estate a little bit more than I did when I was in high school and all these things, you 19 year old kids that are running these businesses, you have so much potential to become so outrageously wealthy. Uh, if you live on less than you make and you set money aside in, in wise uh, investments and, and and get this compound interest working for you. So anyway, I know on the show, I promote my bookkeepers, Megan and Joey Coberly. I, I promote uh, my personal certified financial planner and, and tax planner, uh, Sheila Chaplin. And I'm sure there's tons of other great folks out there that, um, you know, you, you want to m- get people like that in your court that as soon as possible can get you on that right road to, to building wealth. And uh, it just pumps me up how many youngsters are listening to our program that you don't have to have stories like Caleb Allman and myself and so many others of us that are honest and vulnerable that have been doing this for a while. We share about when we were in our 20s, how we made all these mistakes because we just didn't know. We just didn't have um, the education to understand how to financially run a business. And I think that's what partially fuels Brian Fullerton and Caleb Allman and Naylor and myself is now that we have this influence to to share this information, especially with you younger guys, 
Uh, so you don't have to make the same mistakes that we made. So anyway, I, I don't want to get all emotional on y'all, but I, the responsibility that I feel having so many teenagers and, and, and people in their young 20s listening to this program and seeing the success that some of y'all like Eric Hill and at Fayark and these young guys, I mean, literally are net worth millionaires and they're like, and they're, they're 23 years old, Marty, literally net worth millions or not millions, but million. Um, it was crazy just from landscaping and lawn care and, and living on less than you make and saving and, and serving customers well and doing it every day. It adds up when your prices are on point. Uh, yeah, thank you. That leads me to my next point. Uh, John Pajak and I just made an update to a module in the Know Your Numbers program because you guys were asking about this and we delivered. If you already bought Know Your Numbers, go back in and check. There's a brand new module in there on how to price jobs with materials. So we, get, you, we give an example of a mulch installation. How do you know what to charge? I'm not talking about, oh, the other guy down the street says he charges $120 per yard. Okay, that's cool. But how do you actually get to that number? What's the rhyme and the reason um, to hit profitability? Well, Payjack and I, well, Payjack specifically, man, guy has such a heart of a teacher. He breaks this thing down. And you can just plug and play that into any material, whether it's sod or, you know, the various different materials. But we use a mulch example and, and walk you through A to Z of what you need to consider when you're pricing jobs that include material. So that's in the Know Your Numbers program. And of course, while already in there is how to price jobs with time, which is most of the work in lawn maintenance, you, you got to calculate, well, how long is this going to take me to mow, edge, trim, blow? And then know what, and this can get really deep, but what do you need to charge per hour to break even? What do you need to charge per hour to hit your profit margin goals? All of that we cover in Know Your Numbers. So if you want to get a better grip of knowing the numbers in your business, uh, John Pajak and I, we have a e-training program called how to know your numbers. And that's available at the resource center at the greenstreetpodcast.com. As fast as you can in your business, can as soon as you can in your business, figure out your numbers, know your numbers, you'll be in better shape. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. So I want to, want to highly, highly recommend that e-training program. It's called how to know your numbers. Um, and we just added a brand new module to that. And anyone who's already purchased how to know your numbers, you're grandfathered in your, your lifetime membership. So you can just go back in um, on demand there and, and watch the new module that we just put up there. So, and we'll do that from time to time. If you guys continue to pound us with the same questions, we'll be like, oh, wow, you know, maybe there's there's room for um, adding another module in there that, that would cover um, something. So we're always open to making that as excellent of a, a resource for you guys as possible. Again, know your numbers. It's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. You need to increase your prices to earn more but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.